Hey guys, so this is the first episode of my podcast, and let's get started. I'm sure if you've been checking your phone lately, you probably have heard of the Boulder shooting. Anyway, the gunman's brother said to the Daily Beast he was mentally ill, paranoid, and antisocial. Among the victims of the massacre on Monday was Eric Taley with the Boulder Police Department, who had responded to a barrage of 911 calls about the shooting, Chief Maris Harold said. According to news reports, he was the first officer on the scene, and without backup, he ran into the store against a gunman with an AR-15, a gun that has been used in 26% of the last 80 mass shootings in America, including the Tree of Life synagogue shooting, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shooting, Las Vegas shooting, and Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting, and so many more. Chief Harold said at a news conference that police officers had run into the King Supers grocery store within minutes of the shooting and had shot at the suspect. No other officers were injured during the response, she said. She also said that Mr. Alyssa was taken to a hospital for treatment of a leg injury. Court records show that he was born in Syria in 1999, as did a Facebook page that appeared to belong to the suspect giving his name as Muhammad al-Issa. The page was taken down within an hour of his name being released to the authorities. What saddens me is that it takes mass shootings to bring attention to mass shootings. And what hurts more is that in the last 72 hours, 103 people have died and 184 people have been injured by guns. And the biggest problem of them all is that so many people have died, and yet the U.S. government has not not done much to prevent it. Hey, so, well, the last part we just talked about the Boulder, Colorado shooting, and now we're going to talk about, well, how Biden has today assigned Kamala Harris to work on the immigration issue in the southern border of the United States. What scares me, though, is that when Biden was assigned on the same issue in 2014 and 2015, when a surge of people from Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador were illegally immigrating, the problem was the way that Joe did it. Last time, instead of trying to build up South America and make it better so that people wouldn't want to immigrate, or make it easier for people without a citizenship to become a U.S. citizen, Well, what they did is they militarized and helped fund the Mexican equivalent of ICE. Sadly, this caused many families to break apart because of either Mexican or U.S. forces intervening and deporting them back to their country. Sadly, this has caused a huge surge of deportations, and one of my biggest worries is that it might happen again. Luckily, though, I think that Kamala Harris, the new vice president, will do an amazing job. Well, I hope she does, because, well, she said, Well, we are clear that people should not come to the border now. We also understand that we will enforce the law, and that we also, because we can chew gum and walk at the same time, must address the root causes that cause people to make the trek, as the president has described, to come here. Most people know about the Capitol riots on January 6th, but today we found out that some of them were supporting Marjorie Taylor Greene. 
Green is a freshman congresswoman with a history of promoting dangerous and fringe conspiracies and comments. Encouraged the big lie that the election was stolen from former President Donald Trump by voting to object the election certification. She also fanned the flames ahead of the Capitol insurrection by telling her supporters on Twitter to fight for Trump. On Friday, Representative of the Democratic Party, Jimmy Gomez, introduced a resolution to expel Green from Congress, suggesting that she advocated violence against our peers, the Speaker, and our government. In this, a statement last week to CNN, Green commented on the resolution saying, House Democrats are, have declared war on House Republican women, adding that Democrats are trying to overturn the will of the people who voted for both myself and Congresswoman Miller Meeks. Footage shows Aguero, a supporter of uh, Green, inside the Capitol just inside and just around the rotunda, near what are known as the Columbus Doors. These historic bronze doors facing the Supreme Court were first installed in 1863 and sustained damage from the rioters who broke into the building through them. In one video posted on Instagram, Aguero is briefly seen inside the rotunda among rioters that are held back by police. In another video, Aguero appears to be exiting the rotunda, though it is unclear where he goes because he disappears into the crowd. A message was sent. Aguero said in the video streamed live on January 6th while walking away from the Capitol building on Pennsylvania Avenue following the riot. These politicians are not going to continue to get away with the abuse they have been doing. We will continue to press on these individuals. The National Guard has just been called in, he continued. A woman was shot in her face earlier. There was blood all over the floor. I recorded it for y'all. I could not go live during the whole event because the signal was either jammed purposely or there was just too many. Too many people out there. Guys, I wasn't able to make it inside the chambers and I have footage that I'm going to provide for you guys as we made it our way in there. Green and our girl have worked closely together over the years uh, on cases such as immigration, the U.S.-Mexico border wall, and have both attended pro-Trump rallies together. In many since-deleted videos saved by CNN's K-File, Green reported calls Aguero, amazing, and a friend on social media. Aguero has called Green one of my closest friends. Prior to the January's riot on the Capitol, Green was photographed with Aguero in Washington at the March for Trump post-election rally, also known as the Million Maga March, on November 14th, where Green spoke following Green's speech. Aguero accompanied Green off the stage in a video of the rally. A November, and also a November tweet of the pair of the rally was liked by Green. Hey guys, I wanted to end this on a happy note, so I thought I'd talk about Prince Harry. And guess what? 
Prince Harry has found a new gig. The Duke of Sussex joined a startup called BetterUp as the Chief Impact Officer, which provides mental health services and coaching to clients online. The job announcement came weeks after he and wife Meghan Markle bombshell interview with Oprah Winfrey, in which they spoke on the mental health struggles that came with the royal life. And personally, I think it's better after listening to Oprah's interview and how they talk about mental health and how the wife talks about how they uh, asked about the baby's skin color, which makes absolutely no sense to me. Anyway, the startup, uh, Better Up, uh, is where I think he can make a big difference anyway. And plus, I think that royals, uh, like the royal family, doesn't sometimes even make any sense. Like, why are we supporting them? What, like, what good if they put it out into the world? Hey guys, thanks for listening, and I really hope you liked this episode. Anyway, I really hope to continue making these, like, slightly under 10 minute long news briefings. And yeah, thanks for watching, and bye guys.